I'd like to take our text tonight from the book of Second uh, Peter, chapter one, verse three. Second Peter, chapter one, verse three. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. According to his divine purpose, uh, power, he has given unto us all things that pertain to life. Not just something, but all things that pertain to life how we live, how we breathe, how we act, interact, how we work, how we go to school, that power has given to us to live a life and a godly life if we choose, if we want to access that power to live that life and the godly life that he called us to live. So, uh, you know, the other night we heard a little bit about power already, and, you know, when, uh, God's power is limitless. We can always talk more about God's power and what He can do, what He can do for us, and what it can do for us in our lives. You know, I I always wonder about that. You know, what is power? What is the definition of power? Of course, you see superhero movies, cartoons, stuff like talking about powers it has to do with strength and all that. So I tried to look up definition, but it has uh, myriads of definition. You know, some says the ability to do something or to act in a particular way a supply or source of energy, an influence over things or other or people. So I said, well, that's, you know, God is greater and bigger than that. Uh, so I I came up for this purpose, for this content uh, tonight. Uh, the definition of power that I want to use is the ability to create, control, have authority, dominion, and influence over all things. And that's what God is. Yeah. The power of Jesus Christ is supreme. That means it's above everything. And the power of Jesus Christ will strengthen. He will preserve and protect. The power of Jesus Christ has overcome Satan's. And the power of Jesus Christ is salvation. So, first one. The power of Christ is supreme. First Peter 3.22 Who is gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and power being made subject unto him. Imagine that. Everything mentioned here. Angels, authority, powers, anything on earth, heaven, in this universe is made subject unto him. Everything was created for him. Everything was created by him. Now, when I was just thinking about that, uh, I mean, I'm still amazed. I love just uh, nature's going on hike and just seeing the beauty of God's creation. I mean, creation speaks so much of God's power and God's beauty. And um, I was just thinking this week alone, just the earth itself. You know, in the last 50 to 30, 30 to 50 years, scientists has more and more evidence or discovered more and more because of technologies and knowledge and advancement. You know, that uh, the earth itself, if it was a little smaller, slightly smaller, if it was slightly bigger, life could not exist here. You know, if if it was slightly smaller, the magnetic field 
would become too weak when the solar wind would come from the sun come by would just strip everything from the planet. It would make it bare. All the water, the oxygen, hydrogen, all that would be gone. So it would be like Mars. Now, if it was a little bit bigger, slightly bigger, the gravity of Earth would be too strong that uh, the methane, the carbon dioxide water could not escape the atmosphere and we wouldn't be able to breathe. I mean, that's just amazing how the, the, the power of God, I mean, put things in place. Even the moon has a purpose. I mean, our planet is the only planet that has a single moon and a big enough to be able to keep, you know, the, the, the weather constant and cause the wave and tide uh, on the earth for the ecosystem to survive and thrive well. I mean, that's just the, the, the majesty, the, the power of God itself. And one other thing, um, water... You know, I was reading about this also. The simple element of water. Do you know that uh, almost everything, nearly everything in this universe, the substance element, you know, when it freezes, when it gets colder, it gets denser, it gets heavier, right? You almost nearly impossible to find anything where it, when it gets colder, it doesn't get uh, heavier and denser. Now, water, it's the same thing. A water at 70 degrees, you know, is uh, lighter than water at 50 degrees Fahrenheit. But when it gets to 39 degrees Fahrenheit, it changes. That's why uh, ice floats, right? Imagine if ice freeze from the bottoms up, no life can survive in the ocean, lakes, or river. That's why ice freeze on top, so it insulates so life can survive in the bottom of the ocean water. I mean, again, simple element, simple substance in, you know, that, that we take for granted. I mean, you can try that at home. When you go home, try to melt butter or wax or anything and see if that is. So again, a little simple thing. And that's just the power of God and what he created and things that we take advantage um, all day. So again, I am just so in awe of his, his creation. And that's why there's a lot of scientists, a lot of physicists, you know, come to, you know, realize that there is a designer for this universe. You know, a lot of them still doesn't want to accept Jesus Christ, but they know there's a designer for this universe, for Earth. And so far, you know, they, they will try to discover and search everywhere for life, everywhere else, but God created life here. So, again... The power of Jesus Christ is supreme. Next one, the power of Jesus Christ will strengthen. Second Timothy 4.17 Notwithstanding the Lord stood with me, strengthened me. Philippians 4.13 All of us know this. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. As we heard tonight, you know, the tribes of life, the challenges, the circumstances that we go through, God will give us strength. We just have to reach out to Jesus, and he will provide that. And we have to have faith to reach out to Jesus. As you go through life, you know, I'm not going to say it's going to get easier. I thought it was when you get older. No. Challenges still come. Uh, I was wrong. Of course, I was young once, 
now at the older, maybe almost wiser, I realize that, hey, God is still working on me. My God is working on me because he wants me to rely on him consistently to seek his power, to seek his guidance. Yeah. So he will strengthen. Again, is that an account of Samson? Or when we heard about, uh, well, just for time's sake, uh, King David the other day, you know, imagine being become king and doesn't have a throne or a home to live in. Or imagine nowadays you're a president of this country and you don't have a place to stay. You have to run and hide from being assassinated and all that. Or just being a president, uh, a CEO of your own company. Imagine that you're the CEO but have no power, you know, no place to live, no car to drive. But you know what? Because of all that he gone through, God gave him strength. God strengthened him throughout because he seek out God. He seek God for strength. And because of that, and look all the, all the Psalms that he wrote. And we're still singing those Psalms throughout today to encourage us to draw closer to God and to seek God's power. So uh, the power of Jesus Christ will always strengthen us as long as we seek and reach out to him for that. And, well, another person, uh, Paul, the Apostle Paul, in the account of Apostle Paul, I mean, not many of us will ever go through, I pray that we don't have to go through what he has to go through day in and day out as he was preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I mean, who here get beaten often or get whipped or get thrown in prison so many times or get shipwrecked or bitten by snake? No. Uh, thank the Lord for that. You know, we don't have a lot of snake roaming around out here in this cold weather. Praise the Lord for that. But again, he said God's grace was sufficient enough for him. God gave him strength. And he is a great example for us to follow. So again, no matter what we go through, God will provide the strength. And he can overcome and we can overcome with the strength of uh, Jesus Christ there. The third one, the power of Jesus Christ will preserve and protect. Second Timothy one twelve. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. You believe that? He's telling us right here. He is able to keep us throughout whatever we go through. Now, tomorrow, whatever the challenges, he will able to keep us because he will preserve and protect us. Now, when I read this verse, that the, again, the children of Israel came to mind in that account after they left Egypt and when they come to the Red Sea and they have to cross the Red Sea. Um, and uh, again, they were kind of whining, complaining, saying, you know, we should have just died over there and starve and work and be slave. That would have been better than just come here and just drown. So again, they, they come to the part of the Red Sea and most historians believe that uh, part of the Red Sea they crossed was about 12 to 20 miles uh, long to cross. And and this kind of, uh, I can relate to this a little bit from just personal experience. I, I like this. It's just amazing. Let me uh, reference to uh, illustrate my, when, I, when we were young, running, you know, trying to escape for our life, uh, I wish somebody would have part of some of the, the 
the, the river and the, the ocean, the swamp, so we can cross through. Here's a reason why. When uh, Many times when we uh, cross those rivers and swamps and stuff like that, imagine trying to carry the, your belonging, your things and children on your back crossing you know, raging river or calm river. But uh, one at a time when I cross, maybe there's more, but I can only remember uh, this one because it may be so shock. I, I forget, choose to forget everything else. When we were crossing the river, as we were coming out of one of the river, my leg filled up, you know, the, between my toes, it was kind of itchy. And that's as we walk, as we came out of the water and walked maybe from here to the door. And then behind my leg, I said, oh, it's so itchy. So I tried to scratch it and look down there's something slimy there. And when I looked back, there was a leech, you know, about three inches. Why? Suck on the back of my leg. And of course, I was probably seven, eight years old. And what do you do? I scream. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to try to pull that thing off. So again, uh, so I ran to my dad who was in front of me. So he pulled, you know, pulled it slowly out and just, you know, and you see the you know, your blood, yeah, the, the, the stain on there. And then uh, I said, well, oh, that's good. That was really, and then uh, I looked between my toes, the big toes and the small toes, a little black thing too. And there's one there too in between the toes. Yeah, I scream again. Uh, and of course he has to pull that out. Hopefully you guys don't have nightmares, something itch at night in your shoe and you think it's leech or something. But yes, now see, it relate, uh, the children of Israel and you know, they were thankful that again, God parted the Red Sea for them so they can cross without having to deal with danger or anything that was dangerous in the, uh, the, the sea itself. And like I said, uh, from personal experience, there's a lot of things besides just leeches that could harm you as you cross uh, that thing. But again, God, power, preserve them and protect them as they uh, go through that. Second Timothy 4.18, And the Lord shall deliver me from evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. You know, in life... There's always, as a Christian, if you follow Jesus Christ, there's always going to be those who are working against us and try to make us fall. And that's just the enemy of our soul. He will use people around us. He will use family. He will use friends. He will use people in the church. You know, to, but God will preserve and protect. We have to stay strong. We have to focus. You know, God is above all of this. Amen. Do not be discouraged. And just like the song said, you know, we can't be discouraged. It's when we discourage, and then we give the devil a foothold, an inch. If you give him an inch, he will take a mile. We have to be careful, and we have to stay strong. We have to overcome. And another account of Noah, you know, that was mentioned the other day too. Imagining nowadays when missionaries building churches out there in other country or preaching the gospel, there are so many people, I mean, just being abused, thrown in prison, or just burned down the churches and all that. Uh, again, imagine Noah. He spent 120 years building that boat and preaching that, hey, you need to get saved. You need to repent and come and worship God or you are going to, you know, perish. You think everybody's going to say, oh, yeah, okay, thank you, Noah, for letting us know. You know, uh, I appreciate that. No, I mean, sin... People that live in sin now, how they act now, it was the same back then. Nothing is new under the sun. So whatever people, how they react and act now, is the same back then. I'm sure they were trying to 
burn down his boat or cut off his source of supply and do all that. But God preserved and protect him and his family until the boat was done. So, so God will preserve and protect. We have to stay close and access uh, to him. And then uh, God's, uh, the power of Jesus Christ has overcome Satan. Hebrew 2.14 For as much then as the children are partaker of the flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that hath the power of death, that is the devil. Yeah, I love that. Death has no control over us. Death wears thy sting. We don't have to fear death anymore. We don't have to fear what happened to us in this life anymore. Because if we do, if the Lord chooses to take us home or the rapture happen, we'll be with him in heaven. Colossians 2.15, And having spoiled principality and powers, he made a shoe of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Again, have confidence that God has overcome all these, all these wicked power, all these evil power, the Satan and all his minions. And finally, and then again, this is just some of the things that, that I read and studied that pertain to me, but God, again, power is limitless. So, but the power of Jesus Christ, I uh, want the uh, final tonight, is salvation. Hebrews 7.25, Wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever lived to make intercession for them. Isaiah 63.1, He is mighty to save. Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23, For the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Look, salvation is a gift from God. It is the power of Jesus Christ that has bestowed upon us. Now, I hear a lot or sometimes, you know, when you see... uh, when you listen on the radio and you hear people preach and say, you know, just say, hey, just say, I believe. Raise your hand. Say, I believe. You know, I think salvation is a whole lot more than that. The devil believe and he tremble. Salvation is not just saying, I believe. You have to repent of your sin. You have to ask for forgiveness. And you have to put away your old life. Well, salvation is an experience. You have to put away your old man and become a new man in Christ Jesus. To me, salvation equals transformation. If there is no transformation, there is no salvation. You can fool everybody around you, but you can't fool yourself. Salvation equals transformation. If your life has not transformed from the old self into the new self in Jesus Christ, then you have not experienced salvation. So tonight, have you experienced salvation? Have you experienced that new man in Christ Jesus? If not, there's no better night than tonight to give your life to Jesus Christ. Because the power of Jesus Christ is supreme. He will strengthen. He will preserve and protect. It has, 
overcome Satan and anything else in this world that we have to overcome. And the power of Jesus Christ is salvation. And it is available for all of us tonight. So why don't you come and seek the Lord and draw closer to him and seek your deeper experiences. Seek to draw closer to God every moment and every, every day of your life. He will bless you. He will preserve you. He will protect you. He will guide you. And he will give you the wisdom to continue on until his return. So God bless you. And the song of invitation is 169.